This is the News of the Week, brought to you by the Gotham City Herald and Gotham Public Radio, with your host, Alexander Knox. Hi, I'm Vicki Vale, and for Alexander Knox this week, who's currently on assignment, but we'll be back next week. On today's program, we'll be talking about Jefferson Skeever's and Detective Arnold Plass's decisions to testify against police corruption and the Falcone crime family. We'll discuss Commissioner Lobb's unexpected retirement, how he may be connected to corruption charges, and Lieutenant James Gordon's promotion to captain. But our top story of today is a Batman copy cat that is targeting Carmine Falcone. But first, a quick message from our sponsors. If you're anything like me, you could be in Gotham City one day and Santa Prisca the next. And as a reporter, I need to have reliable internet wherever I go, which isn't always available. That's why I use LexNet. LexNet is the newest innovation from LepsCorp. It's reliable, high-speed internet anywhere, and it's only $45 a month. But that's not all. If you sign up right now with promo code HERALD, you can get 20% off your subscription for the first two months. Once again, that's promo code HERALD. LexNet, connecting the world. A Batman copy cat has appeared in Gotham City. Like Batman, she also has an animal theme, although this brazen cat burglar seems to have much more nefarious intentions. Like Batman, this new Catwoman apparently has been targeting Carmine Falcone, but instead of gathering evidence, she's been stealing jewels. The Catwoman broke into Falcone's penthouse apartment and proceeded to open his wall safe, where she stole the famous Travers Diamond Necklace, believed to be worth $9.1 million. This necklace has been in the Falcone family's possession since 1939, when it came into their hands through mysterious circumstances. She was almost able to get away scot-free, but was spotted by one lucky security guard. Or unlucky security guard, as she put him into the hospital with three broken bones and multiple scratch wounds. During her escape, she also came across Carmine Falcone himself, allegedly assaulting him as well, and leaving him with three scars across his right cheek. The police report describes her as wearing a cat suit made of spandex and leather, either black or dark purple, a cat mask with purple goggles, and cat ears. She was also seen carrying a whip, which she used to aid in her escape. Jefferson Skeevers and Detective Arnold Flass have both decided to flip. Skeevers has made a deal with the DA's office to provide testimony against Jonathan Vitti, Carmine Falcone's nephew, who is believed to be a trusted lieutenant in the criminal organization. Skeevers' testimony could lead the DA's office to charge Vitti for organized criminal activity and could very well lead back to Carmine the Roman Falcone. Jonathan Vitti is also believed to be involved in the attempted kidnapping of James Gordon's child last week. Detective Arnold Flass has also struck a deal with the DA's office. He has turned over years of notes that he took on meetings held by Commissioner Lobb and other senior officers in the department, which are being used as serious evidence of corruption. In fact, the only senior officer that hasn't been affected by this was Chief O'Hara. Flass also wrote down conversations between Lobb and other officers in the department, going so far as ordering them to quote-unquote take care of certain people. Many of these were between Lobb and Sergeant Howard Brandon. Similarly, Sergeant Howard Brandon was officially indicted on charges of corruption and 11 counts of murder this week. He is likely to face several years in prison. In a statement released from the mayor's office yesterday, they announced the imminent retirement of Commissioner Lobb. It reads, 
Gillian Lobb has served the people of Gotham for more than 30 years and performed his duties with distinction as police commissioner for the past decade. He is retiring to spend more time with his family. He will be missed. Herald's sources in City Hall tell us that this was a sudden move. Clearly, Mayor Stokes is trying to distance himself from Lobb's possible corruption charges with city elections just around the corner. For now, Jack Grogan will replace Lobb as the interim commissioner. Now, another message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Sully's Bar. Sully's is one of Gotham's oldest pubs and has been serving the community almost as long as the Herald itself. They are a proud supporter of Gotham Public Radio and are committed to keeping this program free. Listening to the Herald's weekly podcast or tying one off at Sully's is a great way to spend a Friday night. We're now going to check in with Alexander Knox, who is currently at the campaign office of Mayor Bradley Stokes. Alex? Thanks, Vicki. I'm standing outside Mayor Bradley Stokes' re-election offices. We're about to go in in a minute and interview the incumbent candidate. I also sat down with a former city council member and mayoral candidate Wilson Class this week, and we're going to bring you both of those interviews next week during a special political episode. We'll also be talking to people around the community, so please tune in next week to hear our very special episode. Thanks, Alex. Now, turning to our closing stories. After major shakeups in the police department this week, Hero Officer Lieutenant James Gordon was promoted to captain. Given his record on combating organized crime, this is likely not his last promotion. Last but not least, Harvey Dent has officially announced his candidacy for district attorney. We'll keep you up to date on that story as it develops. That's all the news we have for you this week. For the Gotham City Herald Weekly Podcast, I'm Vicki Vale, signing off. Today's producers have been Frank Miller and David Mazzuccelli, with executive producers Bill Finger, Bob Kane, and Alexander Knox. Today's music was provided by Kevin McLeod. Staff researchers this week were Lucy Stewart and Riley Davis. This episode was made in partnership with Gotham Public Radio and District of Columbia Media Group.